All right, we're back. Happy Friday. I hope you finished your week strong, even if there was chaos and, you know, Monday through Thursday were a little wild and not everything got done exactly how you wanted. You're here. You're transitioning into the weekend. You're finding that new space, that fresh energy for a new weekend, even if, you know, the week wasn't exactly perfect because the weird thing about it, it's actually really not weird at all. It's quite usual. And by this time, we should have that veteran's mindset. There's always going to be something in the week that will give us that opportunity to hold on and get stuck and caught up in one point in time of the week. I find this personally easy for me because I like the attention to detail and I I want to, you know, you want to strive, you want to do well, you want to contribute and be your best or maybe you're just barely getting by. Either way, it's a constant game and a constant challenge to for us in order to be ourselves to constantly be releasing and recovering from that tension because it just kind of builds in even just over the course of a day like you know if you don't take those those consistent resets you're going to get to the end of the day and you're going to be fried thankfully this is rarely the case for me now only because i take those consistent pit stops and recharges and i take those deeper recharges as well even if it's just for a few hours on a weekend just doing nothing that's really healthy it's really important it doesn't have to be super fancy doesn't have to be ultra complicated if you wanted to make it fancy which really it's not all that fancy it's just a more of a ritualized process to your weekend then watch my or listen to my my weekend recording um for like designing your weekend retreat i think that's what we call it and that kind of breaks down the different kinds of habits and rituals that you want to include in your weekend to sustain your performance over the long term and sustain your happiness and your longevity and your well-being and your relationships it's kind of just a weekly ritual that i do every week starting on friday evening until sunday evening and that's just my reset process it just gives me that 48 hours to clear out it seems like not that much time but when we use it consciously you can make a lot out of it it's the same thing with your one hour in the morning right you know if you roll out of bed straight out of waking up and you know you go straight into your phone instead of into clarity you go to everyone else's agendas everyone else's dreams and all the other distractions and notifications and random false obligations and emergencies that you're uh, that your mind is gravitating toward from just a compulsive habit of reaching for the phone in the morning well, what happens is we just low grade condition our brains to stay in that shallow zone mentally. We're not able to get those deep insights. We're not able to get those deep visions and clarity for our life. And the best way to be living is when you're just consistently in clarity. Even if everything's not working perfectly, man, when you can see things clearly you can see things moving forward you can see where things need to grow you can see where you need to grow and where you want to change and adapt and serve better and show up better with people and um how you want to do those things and the kind of energy and the kind of attitude that you are choosing to bring to the day 
That's why I think just, I mean, that's why I spend so much time talking about clarity because it is the number one habit is, it is your mind. It is being able to understand and have the awareness of your mind and how it works and understand that yes, it is a powerful weapon and it will work for you or it will absolutely destroy you and work against you if you don't consciously condition it. Because if you're not consciously conditioning it, the world is conditioning it. The world is running your mind. And I don't want the world to steal your mind. That's not a, it's not a fun place to live. It's really a, uh, it's usually a place of low-grade anxiety and uh, chronic stress and tension and reactivity and negativity or just drama and discouragement and constant modes of distraction into a bajillion different loopholes that lead nowhere. And that's, um, that's one of the quickest ways to waste your weekend. Uh, I see it happen all the time and it happens to myself. So what do we do? It's Friday. How do you clear out? On Fridays, I like to do my review early, actually. I like to really take a moment on Friday, you know, to push. I have that final push block from, you know, 3 to 5 p.m., whatever it is for you. That's my just excellence block where I'm just going to leave it all out on the table. I'm going to take the double shot. I don't care what I have to do because guess what? Saturday, I'm going to recover. Sunday, I'm going to fast. I'm going to recover. I don't mean like a special kind of fast or anything. I just mean I'm going to peel it back. I'm going to strip it down. I'm going to, you know, calm, create that spaciousness, create that room for recovery. So I know on Friday, yes, push hard on Friday. Own how you show up there. Because Fridays are short. They go by quickly. Every day goes by quickly, but especially Fridays, it's just like, poof, there goes the week, right? And for a lot of people on Fridays, we kind of look forward to that, like, oh, once that 5 p.m., 6, 7, 8, 9, whatever the number is for you hits, you know, then I'll be chilling. But to consciously strive in your weekends and into that weekend to create that freedom it's so important to have the discipline and the clarity to decide what matters most and to deliberately follow through with that with real discipline. Like decide what matters most and be disciplined about consistently bringing that forward into your life, moving that forward into your life. And so today is not a super productive day. I literally woke up at 12 because I'm jet lagged, right? So maybe I should have taken a recovery day. I probably should have taken a recovery day, but I'm still here with you right now. And this is probably, you know, one of the things we have to remember on Fridays is like, it is okay to not get everything perfect and to forgive the week and to forgive the things that aren't exactly on full point you know this probably won't be the best recording i've ever created but i'm here with you because it's that time to get centered it's that time to get in focus even if i feel a little bit mm, you know my energy hasn't been super great today i'm pretty worn out if you can't tell if you can't kind of sense it for my energy a little bit i will be back it just takes a little bit of time for me to recover from going you know 100 percent for multiple days and wanting to, you know, use out everything in my brain possible, I kind of come back home and I'm a little bit just like, right? Even when you're tired, can you find that, that one or two things, those one or two things that would elevate your week, that would remind you to finish your week strong? 
it doesn't have to be anything ultra fancy, but you need to consciously bring in that kind of practice that says, okay, how do I want to finish this week? Being conscious about how you open and close the week and how you open and close the weekend is what creates that sustainable rhythm so you don't burn out. But if we don't have clear targets, if we're not creating consistent time blocks to make that happen, if we're not making the bold asks to our team to enlist people and get the support, get that clarity, it's going to be really, really, really miserably difficult and confusing and frustrating for no other reason than we didn't do the preparation. We didn't see the problems in advance. We didn't do the freaking process and show up. And we weren't clear on our payoffs and what that difference was going to make in our life. And so even when you don't have a perfect week set up, get clear on those things. Understand where it's going to, you know, where you might get stressed out and fall off. Okay, let me plan for that. What am I going to prepare for today? I'm going to prepare this time, this time, and this time because those are the three needle movers. Like I know that if I do this, this, and this, if I, you know, if I take care of my mindset and I lock that in and I knock out, you know, this creative project or this work block from this time to this time, right? And, you know, you just, whatever those things are for you, I don't know what that is for you. But you need to know what that is for you. What are those things that make you win every day? What are those things that have kept you succeeding and doing well? You got to remember those things. It's a daily practice to ask yourself, what's working? And I actually, I, I used to do this on a weekly basis. Now I do this on a daily basis because it just takes me two minutes to run down in my head on a sheet of paper, wherever it happens to be, even on my phone. Um, not ideal, but whatever take that time to go through review calibrate your mind back into that those those key needle movers those things that actually work because you know throughout the week we kind of get distracted it just it just happens because you start something and then more problems arise and then you start putting out fires and then by the time you get to the end of the week you're like where did my week go you come back to the things that work you come back to the needle movers you come back to the winning aspects double down on the good stuff whatever that is for you and make sure you do that on your fridays because what you're doing is even when yeah maybe you know tuesday through like thursday aren't perfect maybe you get nothing done okay so that's already in the past yes we'd like to calibrate tuesday through you know thursday and by the way on your fridays i highly recommend you do that planning practice where you vision out next week right you vision out what you want, what those payoffs would be, and what the key needle movers are going to be to do that. And then you schedule those in. Even if you don't have a perfectly scheduled week, do you have the key skills and the key, you know, um, deep work moments locked in for your week that are going to progress your life forward? Because if you don't have that time put in, it's just not going to happen. And if it does happen, it's going to be happening at random at best. So, the Friday is this just opportunity to, to kind of realign with your vision for your life, review a little bit how this last week went, release how this last week went, right? And then when you see that future and you, you know, you re-envision your life, you're kind of, you're taking that, that viewpoint back in, you're, you're recalibrating your brain back into that, those things that you actually want, where you're actually at. Recalibrating is just as simple as, okay, 
Where are we at? What are we going to do to get better? Where are we at? What are we going to do to get better? Even if you just do that every single day, I guarantee you it's going to change your month if you did that every single day for the rest of this month. And so I needed to do a whole uh, a whole like episode for you with like how to how to do this this next month because I think that's going to be a little bit more engaging to kind of take a strategy and break it down for your month and then apply it for the entire month. So we'll work that out. But get that recalibration and then get that realignment in. You know what you need to do better. You know where you're currently at. You know what those goals are. And you know what's right next to goals? Pfft, time block. Because guess what? Yes, you need goals. But if you don't have follow through, it doesn't matter. And the best way to follow through is to create deadlines, to create time blocks, to create consequences, and to use accountability. So I just listed off four things there for you. Make sure you write those down. Time blocks deadlines, accountability, consequences. You can use those in your advantage, positive or negative consequences. I like to use both, you know, positive consequence. I knocked this Friday out. I will let myself, you know, whatever it is. I don't really, this is, this is personal for you. You have to do these things called piggybacking is what we call it. Um, and, um, it's not exactly piggybacking, but it's close to piggybacking in the sense that when you do this one thing, you can't do that one thing until you knock out this most important thing before that. So for example, if your dinner's at 5 p.m., you piggyback on a ketchup block 30 minutes before dinner. And for those 30 minutes, you shred. For 30 minutes, you, you blast through what you, you know, like the top things that you need to do from that, from that day, from that week. You look over your week real quick. You look at the product. You say, okay, all this stuff's going on. There's lots of chaos. Fine. What's the thing? Boom, that's your ketchup block. That's where you put on the fire. For me, it's usually about two hours. I do that in my afternoon on Friday. Like Friday afternoon, it's like, okay, cut everything loose, strip it all down. What actually matters? Where are we slow? Where are we stagnant? Where are we not moving forward? What can we do better? Do that now. Let's go. And that puts my Friday in that position of momentum. So I go into the weekend with momentum, even if the week itself wasn't perfect. And just that little calibration feature, Boom. It gets me back into momentum on Saturday. It gets me locked in. So on Friday, I don't come home defeated, discouraged, miserable, frustrated at myself and diminishing myself. And now you shouldn't be diminishing yourself on your results, right? We know that, right? We shouldn't be attaching identity to outcome, identity and esteem to the externals. That's not what I'm talking about, but I'm saying create that effort still. End your day with significant effort and excellence because when you do that, when you engage fully with your days and when you, when you embody that and you really integrate that into your being, it creates a different kind of self-esteem and self-efficacy inside of you. It says, I can do this. I can do great things. I can show up well, even when my week sucks. That right there, when you teach your brain that you can win in any room, regardless how the last 24 hours, the last 72 hours went, even if you were traveling, even if you were flying out of the place, even if the, you know your life's a little bit messy right now, if you can train your brain on that 72 hour mark and especially on the 24 hours, within the day, every day to end the day strong, to do those catch-up blocks like I was talking about, right? When you do those things, you're teaching your brain that you finish strong. You don't quit when it gets hard, 
or when it gets messy or when it gets chaotic because invariably, inevitably, at some point, it will get chaotic. It will get discouraging and it will get frustrating. And it's difficult, right? When you're like, when you come to the Friday and you're like, I'm already exhausted. Like, I just want to be done. Okay, take the 30 minute walk. Go get clarity. Go meditate. Go pray. Go think about why you need to do this. Go think about who needs to see you showing up at your best right now. Who needs to see you actualize this dream, right? Because people are watching you. They're being influenced by you. You are creating and building the belief system and the value system and the vision for the people around you, whether you know it or not. Okay, it's mirror neurons. They're watching you. They're watching you and they're sensing you and they're picking up on your energy. So guess what? When you come home defeated, you're bringing defeat into your house. And I'm not trying, like, I know it's like, oh, shoot, that's like uncomfortable. It is uncomfortable and it's a problem. It's a freaking problem. So I'm sharing this with you because I don't want that to be a consistent reality. Even when, hey, my week was not perfect. Trust me, I'm freaking tired right now, (laughs) if you can't tell. But I'm fired up because I know why I need to show up. I know you're out there striving and... When I'm dogging on you, that disrespects you and it disrespects my own best self. It says, "Mm, I'm not willing to try when it gets hard. I'm not willing to continue to develop and show up even when things get crazy. And guess what? When you disrespect yourself like that, your brain logs it. Your brain knows it. You might not know it in the moment because you're like, well, this is comfortable. I don't really want to do that. I get that. But then at the end of the day, it will haunt you consciously or unconsciously it will either haunt you consciously or unconsciously it will slowly chip away at your self-esteem and your integrity and your identity because your brain knows you don't finish strong you don't follow through on what you said you would do you don't push when there's pressure when there's pain when it's uncomfortable and you have every reason not to So it's important for us. It's important for your identity. It's important for your future. It's important for the people that you lead and influence and care for and connect with and love on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, whatever that is. They're seeing you show up and your brain is seeing you show up. So love yourself enough to show up with full engagement and full full effort. Even if the energy's a little bit off, even if the week was a little bit crazy, even if there's drama, you got you got reasons, you got excuses. Everyone's got a million excuses. There's always going to be another one that pops up, especially on Fridays. It's very convenient. You're not going to do that. Because you know what you want. You know that vision you're creating. You know you're building something greater and you're building a path and a future for people to follow in. So you're not just building something for yourself here. Your actions, your consistency, your congruence is creating a new space for other people to enter as well. So let's connect to that this weekend. Let's finish this week strong. And at the end of the week, let's exhale it. When, when the sun goes down Friday, when you come home and you finished 
and you've decided to close off work no matter what was left open or unclosed. By the way, when you finish on Fridays, please, please, please make the freaking list right there of all of your goals, your goals and the things you're going to finish by next Friday. Do it right there. I'm sorry. I'm getting fired up again. Um, because when you don't, you kind of just go through the weekend and you so it's so easy to forget. But when on Friday at the end of the day, you look at your projects, you look at your major goals, you look at the priorities for next week and you, you create that list and you think about, hey, what are the major skills I need to be developing right now? Now you've got a map for your weekend that says, I'm going to go spend some time developing this. I'm going to spend some time resting. I'm going to spend some time you know, brainstorming on this idea. Because I'm doing that next week. When you know that, it's not like you're grinding on Saturday. Although, I tend to grind on Saturday. Full confession. Um, but oftentimes, I take a chill. Believe me, my, my coach forces me to have my rest. Because everyone needs rest. You need need rest. If you don't have that rest, you're going to get really miserable in the process. You're going to load the process because you never have that space. Remember how there's like a... What's the thing? Distance creates... um. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. You know, it's exactly like that. You'll actually come to crave work a little bit more when you just have those 24 hours where you do not touch it, right? But it is okay to like pull out a pen and paper, let the ideas flow on the weekend, right? Have those intentional moments on your weekend and have those intentional nothing moments as well. That's really important as well. Now, remember to get your date night in, whatever that means for you. Sometimes it's just date night with yourself, date night with a book, date night with a movie, date night with your partner, date night with your family, with your friends. I don't care what it is, but you need to know what it is because it's your life and you need connection. You need deep connection. So find your deep connection time. Find your deep recharge time. Get that yoga. Get that meditation. I'm always going to be reminding you to get your yoga and your meditation and your movement and your steps and your sunlight and your water and your electrolytes and your nutrition. And oh my God, your protein and your greens and your micronutrients, all these things are going to cultivate your energy on the weekend. And guess what? When you cultivate your energy, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, you come in hot. Because you were sleeping great. Because you were following a consistent routine. Because you were taking care of your body. You were making sure you move and you open up your body. And you take care of your strength and your mobility and your heart health. And when you do that, you come in on Friday or on Monday so sharp. Just by getting that energy handled. Getting that deep clarity figured out. Take that time on the weekend to do your weekly review journaling. We've talked about weekly review journaling before. But if you haven't, remember it's gratitude. It's learnings about yourself, learnings about others. Those are just your insights. Pull away those insights. Pull out your major ideas from the week. Pull out, hey, where can we get better this week? Where could we have done better? What was the major struggle this week? And how can you do better? What would your best self tell you to do? What would your best self tell you to do if it was coaching you from 10 years out and jumped into your room right now and said, yo, hey, you struggle with this this week, but here's what we're gonna do. Just tapping into that just a little bit every day. You get that you get that clarity back on track. And just getting that clarity, it helps you recenter to what really matters and to tune out all the noise. Don't come in on a Friday and Saturday coming back into the noise. Don't spend your days catering to everyone else's opinions. The only kind of noise that matters is the real legit feedback. And that's, that does not count as noise. That's clarity. There's clarity and there's noise. Clarity is clear. Clarity is it's, it's consistent. It's intentional. It's born from that space of that heart, that light in the heart, right? Opinions, noise, 
A, you're coming from a place of fear because you just want to please people so that you don't get X, Y, and Z or whatever. You know, you're creating some kind of false narrative in your head that if you don't please these people, if you say this or that, then they won't like, right? And, and then, you know, they're coming and they're making all this noise and they're expressing and projecting their own, you know, limitations and opinions. That's not the thing. That's not what we're talking about. That's just noise. Turn that off. Just literally delete button. Like when I mentally have somebody or something or an idea that pops in my brain that's just completely unhelpful, I just in my mind I do like I close my eyes and I just take my fingers, swipe, throw it in the trash, and just make the little trash noise. Like you know whatever whatever the trash noise is for you. Boop. You know maybe it's a pen in it. I don't care what it is, but just take that idea, put it in the not to be thought about. You know like just put it in the bin. and the reason why I say that is like not to avoid uncomfortable thoughts. That's different. Um, but to just not spend your mental energy thinking about, you know, dwelling on, ruminating on stuff that doesn't bring you anywhere, right? It's just it's just counterproductive. Um, so hey, I know this one's going a little bit long and kind of spinning all over the place, but this is me coming back into calibration, coming back into clarity. Sometimes. I'm not going to feel like it. To be honest with you, today I was pretty doubtful. I was pretty much just like in this uh, weird ether because A, I probably should have done the recharge day after a crazy week. But, you know, I'm human. I'm aware that that was, you know, a decision that I could have directed better. But I chose what I chose. And guess what? When you choose, by the way, Whatever you choose for how you spend your time, go all in on it. If you chose to show up for work, be there. If you chose to be with your family early, be there. Whatever it is that you do, be there. Own that decision. Own how you show up with that. Because for me, you know, I did not necessarily, you know, I probably shouldn't have, for example, gone to work today. I probably could have taken the day to recharge, take a day off, come back in the next day, right? That would have been more efficient. I didn't. Mental, you know, Mental lapse there, but I decided to, I was there. So I showed up. I did whatever I had to do to show up at my best because I made that choice. So if you make the choice, follow it up, back it up with real commitment, with real clear follow through. Own that, own that joint. I promise you, it's going to just change how you show up because you just know this is a decision you've decided and you're going to live into it. You're going to own it. You're going to lean into this moment because, Hey, This is developing you. Hey, this is building a better future. Hey, this is going to impact others. The way you handle today is going to impact your family when you come home. It's going to impact your friends. It's going to impact the people that learn from you, the people that follow you, whatever that is, people you lead and serve. So knowing that, we own our path because we are the culmination of our ways, right? We're that cumulative product of all the ways up until this present moment. So knowing that, it's good to analyze those, what works and what doesn't, right? Um, and being able to get that space back in. So I know this is a little bit crazy, but I don't want to stay in the low-level emotions of unclarity, of confusion, of uncertainty, of doubt. You stay in doubt too long, you just start delaying and avoiding because you're just thinking and you're just ruminating about how this might not work, about how this might be crazy, about how this, you know, what if this is a horrible idea, right? There's a million different reasons you can just talk yourself out of without even speaking. You can just talk yourself out of engagement and you just go back into this little corner of your mind and you're not there. And even when you're tired and I get it, it's like you want to be back, right? But you have to talk yourself back into the present moment. You have to give yourself that grace and that opportunity and that space to say, hey man,
get here. Hey, this is your spot. This is your opportunity. This is your pocket. This is your place to be right now. You're exactly where you need to be right now. You're only in this sacred, precious, present moment. So let's be here fully this weekend. Be fully engaged this weekend. And I hope you can hear a little bit more of the engagement in my voice coming toward the end of this. This was a rocky recording for sure. But if there's one thing I'm committed to, it's to getting better every day. That's it. Get better every day. You do that every day, you will change. You will grow. You will progress. I'm going to be on here tomorrow and I'm going to be on fire because I decided to finish strong and show up for myself, for the mission, for my people, for my family. And my brain knows that. And I'm proud of that. And I tell myself that. And by the way, that's another thing. You should tell yourself you're proud of you. You should tell yourself, hey, I'm proud of you. Look yourself in the mirror and do it. Because sometimes if we just go, 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 go for years, months, weeks on end without ever feeling anything that went well, without ever updating our identity along the way, we're stuck in five years ago. You're five years better. You've learned things. You've, you've tried things. You've grown. Even if you think it's not that much. That's just you stuck in comparison and judgment. You got to uncondition that. I, I, I could go on forever about the mind now. I'm thinking of a million different ways. But let's grab that moment. And let's take this presence and this engagement. And just follow it. Follow it into the weekend. See where it goes. Try it out. And then when you come back on Monday, be fully engaged and fully connect to that vision and then bring in that speed and that follow through and that deep work. Hey, I know this is a little bit crazy and all over the place, but I love you and I appreciate you. Thank you for being here and spread the love with somebody. Just spread some goodness this weekend. Go encourage somebody. Go surprise someone with some goodness and make it a great weekend. Thanks for being here. Peace.